Hi everyone and welcome to the first episode of Redbrick Recap Season 3. My name is Jasmine Sandar and I am one of your deputy editors this year. My name is Molly Schoenfeld and I am the other deputy editor this year. We are the friendly faces of the paper and it is our job to make sure that everything is running smoothly internally. And we also have the very fun, exciting job of continuing on this podcast. Today's episode is mainly directed at freshers and anyone else who is wanting to join a new society this year, which many people probably are given that we were so restricted last year due to the pandemic. So we just wanted to do an introductory episode that gives a basic overview of what Red Brick is all about and why it's such a brilliant society for you to join. So Red Brick is the official student publication of the University of Birmingham. Whilst it is one publication, we present our work via two media. The first is print. So pre-pandemic, we released a physical copy of the 40-page paper once a fortnight and distributed it across the campus, gaining a circulation of around 1,000 people. The second medium is online through our website www.redbrick.me, which is updated continuously with regular content, videos, audio clips and photography. The website has had over 3 million hits since its redevelopment in 2011. Redbrick was established in 1936 under the original title Guild News and since then it has evolved to include 12 sections covering wide areas of student life. We are made for students by students. We strive to represent our readers as best as we can and to produce strong, intelligent and well-considered journalism with a team of dedicated student journalists including reporters, commentators, photographers and editors. However, Redbrick would not function without our core elected committee of nine. And so each member is going to introduce themselves now and tell us a little bit about what they do. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Redbrick, I guess. And thanks for listening to the podcast. My name's Chelsea and I'm the editor in chief this year for Redbrick. And my role itself is very quite broad and open, very much what I want to make of it, I guess. So obviously being editor-in-chief, I oversee everything to do with the paper. I will have a bigger role when it comes with print, so proofing that and making sure that that's all good before it goes out, responding to all of the emails, leading committee meetings, all of that kind of comes under my role, and then, you know, whatever else I want to do. So over the summer, I've helped out a lot with doing the digital editor role, One thing that I'm super excited about is probably the social side, like I'm not going to lie. I'm so excited to meet all of you guys and also just keep making new friends and enjoying all of the socials. I think, you know, most of us do really want to get back to how things were pre-COVID and it'll be really nice to actually meet people in person again. So I guess that's what I'm most excited about. But yeah, (laughs) that's me, I guess. Hi, I'm Karis. My pronouns are they, them, and I'm one of your digital editors this year. Being digital editor means updating the website with new articles and then also posting those articles on social media uh, alongside the social secretary. Yeah, it's really enjoyable. Um, Mostly the summer, that's what I've been doing. You know, a lot of you have kept writing articles throughout the summer, which is great. And so we've just been putting those up on the website and making sure they go up promptly. And I'm excited this year to just keep doing that and read all the really great articles that everyone writes. Hi, yeah, I'm Tamsin and I'm the digital editor for Redbrick. Part of my role is to do the final proofread of all articles after the section editors have edited it. And then I'll do the final edit and schedule all posts to be published.
this year I've really loved getting involved with press events and attending theatre productions and writing reviews up on those and next year I'm really excited to welcome all you freshers and make loads more friends through Red Brick. Hi, I'm Kitty. I'm the print and features editor at Red Brick, which means that I'm in charge of the print side of the paper. So I oversee the layout, chase deadlines and just make sure that the paper is up to standard. We haven't had a print edition since February 2020, so I'm really excited to help bring it back uh, for the new year and for all our new writers as well as our returning writers and editors, many of whom haven't actually seen the print and hopefully we'll also have some social events related to the print too. So I'm really excited for all of that. Hi, I'm Ella and I'm the social secretary for Red Brick this year. Essentially, um, my role is organising social events, workshops and meetings throughout the year, including Media Ball in December, which is a really fun, big event for all the university's media societies. Basically, this summer, I've just been planning loads of things for the first term. Now that COVID restrictions are lifted, uh, we can basically plan some really fun events. Um, so we've got some great workshops in store, um, planned our first social, and basically just been keeping the social media going as well. Hi, everyone. I'm Jen, and I'm this year's Marketing Secretary and Treasurer for Red Brick. So that means I just take control of our finances and make sure that we're staying in budget with the things that we're doing this year and it also means that I contact local businesses to see if they want to advertise in the paper or online and that generates extra funding for us so that we can do things we want to do as a society this year. So over the summer I've been trying to contact local businesses in Selly or things that interest us as students to see if we can generate some funding. I've also been trying to get some funding from the Guild and more importantly, or should I say more excitingly, I've been looking at getting some red brick merch, so that's fleeces and tops, especially for our editors, writers and committee. I'm so excited to get more involved with Redbrick this year as I joined as a second year myself. So I've never actually joined in with the paper in person. So I'm really excited to get that up and running again for everybody. And I hope that we can have a great year. My name is Billy and I'm the lead developer here at Redbrick. I'm currently in my third year studying computer science and I'm in my year in industry working abroad from Innsbruck. Um, over the summer, I've been getting used to the day-to-day workings of Redbrick and the maintenance required to keep a, a site like this active, as well as planning quite a few of the more exciting projects that we've got planned for this year. So I'm really excited to get started on those and watch this space for some hopefully really interesting things. So hopefully you now have more of an idea of what Redbrick is and an understanding of how we work together. But we would also like to share what the actual experience of being a member is like. And what better way to do that than hear it straight from the horse's mouth? So we have three of our section editors to join us today to talk a little bit about their Redbrick lives. We have Lorcan Drury, who is an editor from the music section. Oscar Frost, who is an editor from the sports section and Phoebe Snedker, who is an editor from the comments section. Hi guys, thanks for joining us today. Hi, Hi. thanks for having us. Okay, so I guess the first question for you guys is how slash when did you first get involved with Redbrick and why? 
yeah so for me I got involved with Red Brick this January so I'm quite new to the society um I kind of got involved in lockdown it's like Red Brick's always something I've seen during my time at uni but I've never really like not had the time or stuff or I've had other assignments to get in with so being in like in lockdown it just gave me the extra time to look into it and yeah ever since then I think it's definitely been one of the best decisions I've made at uni yeah, I mean, I, I got into Red Brick, well, I sort of got introduced by my sister because she was the food and drink editor last year. So I was sort of coming into the uni with my sister doing all this work with this thing called Red Brick. And I was like, should probably try and give that a go. Um, and so sort of started off with um, a couple of things for food and drink, but then kind of realised that um, I wasn't as passionate about food as I was about sport. <laughs> So um, I, was, I sort of got involved with Red Brick that way um, and sort of the more I've engaged with it, the more I just absolutely love getting involved. For me, I'd always wanted to join since first year, but it had been something I kept putting off and then the pandemic happened and I was like, well, I can't join now. So I was like, best to join in September. So I did. And I mainly wrote for music and it's the best decision I've ever made because I want to go into journalism and this is such a great way to practice my skills. Yeah, it's so interesting that so many people got involved in lockdown as well, because it's just such a lovely thing to do when you're at home and we couldn't see anyone, but you can still get your voice out there through Red Bricks. So, um, yeah, that, I guess that leads us on to our next question, which is what did you enjoy about your experience being a writer? I mean, I guess my favourite thing about being a writer was just the freedom that it gave you. Um, I feel as though, obviously, with sport um, and a lot of other sections, we come up with what's called an ops list, which essentially is a list of articles that the editors have put together, sort of giving you inspiration for um, articles to do in the coming week or coming sort of couple of weeks, month. But as well, you can do whatever articles you want. So it was really nice to kind of get that out there. And sort of if you have a passion for something, and especially during the Olympics as well, um, in the sports section, we had loads of people sort of coming in and going, oh my God, I just watched this amazing thing. So we got an amazing article about Sky Brown, um, which we absolutely love reading. So yeah, I feel as though with Red Brick, you really do just sort of get the freedom to write about whatever you want. I would say for me, I really liked being able to develop my opinions because... I'd always liked music and I always think quite in depth about my favourite artists like Lana, Taylor and Lady Gaga. But actually putting it down and be like, oh, I need to write about 100 words on this very specific thing. It really tested me to like push my opinions to the forefront. And yeah, that was really something that I felt when I got into first year and during the pandemic, I became more of a shy person and it made me just become more confident. And I really enjoyed that as a writer, finding my voice again. Yeah, I'd agree with Locke and obviously comment is everything, opinion, debate. So there's a lot of different things you can throw out there. But um, for me, I think one of the best things for me has been getting people talking about what you're writing. For example, I wrote an article on endometriosis, which is something I suffer with. And the amount of people that messaged me after that article being published, like relating to me and asking questions was just so lovely. So I think that's definitely one of the best experiences making these conversations happen. And even as a reader as well, just to add to that, I absolutely love that about Red Brick. I mean, I really enjoyed reading your article, Phoebe. thought it was amazing. Same with Kyle Moffat's article last year. I think that might have won article of the year last year, his experience with autism. It was just like fantastic. Just absolutely loved reading it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and I guess that leads really nicely onto our next question. What's been the most favourite article that you've ever written for Red Brick. <laughs> Our writers do write for other papers as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, for Red Brick, what's been your favourite article you've written so far? 
My favourite one was um, Album of the Year for 2020. It was a collaborative one with lots of different writers for music. And it was really cool because people did a vote for their favourite album. So you can kind of see how many, how many votes your article got. I mean, it wasn't based on the actual writing. It was based on the actual album. But it was so interesting to see all the music that had been released last year and different people's favourite albums. Mine was Rina Sawayama's album. And it was just so interested to see the different, you know, personalities. Yeah, as I kind of previously just said, um, I wrote an article for Life and Style last year called Endo the Stigma, The Importance of Endometriosis Awareness, which was featured in Red Brick's issue 1518, which was really nice for me, like getting out there, seeing so many people interact with it and stuff. And yeah, like I said previously, it's just so nice to get these conversations starting with your articles in student bodies. Uh, I mean, man, I might be cheating this question a little bit. But um, one of the one of my favourite things about the sports section is that we can well we have the opportunity to go to a lot of sports events. So my favourite thing, even though it wasn't necessarily a whole article, I loved going down to Edgbaston. Um, I'm a massive cricket fan, so going down, being in the press box, apart from anything else, it was just such an awesome experience. Uh, and I got to live tweet the whole thing, so sort of giving wow. live updates to everyone on our Twitter. I'm just, I'm making this sound like we've got millions of followers. We have. <laughs> But um, it was. Do you mean we do? <laughs> Maybe in the future. But um, but no, that was just so fun, and I really enjoyed getting out and sort of meeting some other journalists and things like that. So it was just that was my favourite thing. Hopefully, there'll be much more of those live events um, in this coming year. So moving on to all your experiences uh, being an editor, what made you decide to become an editor in general? I just really wanted to become more involved with the magazine because my end goal is to become a freelance journalist. That's my goal in life. And I really wanted to work my way up to join some sort of journalist community. And I thought no better way to do it now when it's such a safe environment and everyone's so lovely. It's interesting because all of the pressures I felt have been internal and every, nobody really cares. You just do what you do. You, you know, try to do your best. And that's why I wanted to become an editor because it's such a lovely atmosphere and I just wanted to prove to myself that I'm actually able to edit these articles and just give myself more experience because I had a lot of that experience writing, but editing I found so much more difficult. And yeah, I wanted to just see how like a WordPress website actually properly worked. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of similar to Lorcan in that editing is a really welcome challenge. I think it, it's so difficult, the balance, especially between sort of changing style, sort of the line between changing style and sort of it being acceptable editing. I think it's just a really fun way to engage with sort of different media differently. And yeah, I've, I really enjoyed hearing other people's opinions and seeing how other people view things. And especially with the sports section as well, we get so many different sports, some that I've never engaged with in any way. I, I really wanted to sort of engage with all of these different people's opinions and sort of their interests and yeah, just sort of broaden my horizons that way. Yeah, I'd agree as well. Um, obviously, becoming an editor kind of through lockdown, sitting in your room on your own a lot, it makes you think about like a lot what you want to do with your life. And um, writing for Red Brick, I knew that kind of journalism, freelancing, that sort of thing is the route I wanted to go down. So um, I had quite a good relationship with my comment section editors last year. So speaking a lot to them about what it kind of entailed, that kind of encouraged me to go for the editor role. And yeah, I'm very happy I did. That's so brilliant. I love all your answers. It just shows how passionate our editors are. I love that so much. So what exactly pushed you to go for your section role then? Like, why did you choose to be an editor for the music section, for example, Lorcan in particular? 
Well, I'm an English student. English is one of my favorite things. And I feel like music is very similar to English, which is lyrical analysis, um, book analysis, very similar. And music is just, I'm always listening to music. When I hop in the shower, music, making lunch music, you know, I listen to music when I'm going to bed. It's just my life is, you know, punctuated listening to music. And I'm so passionate. I don't have a musical bone in my body, but it's something I'm, I'm always listening to. And one of the only things I feel really passionate about I'm really passionate about drag race. That isn't a section yet. So I had to do with music because it was the thing I was most passionate about. And that's, I think that's the most important thing, being part of something that you're really passionate about. Because I was passionate about Red Brick as a whole. That was my specific niche. And I felt I could contribute the most to it using my knowledge and just my general appreciation for it. Yeah, I'd kind of say the same as Lorcan. I mean, I'm an English and history student, but the kind of like modules I study is very much debate, opinion, why you think what you think, which is very common. <laughs> Um, and I just love, especially as an editor, getting to read everyone's articles, how much you learn, because there's so many like niche topics. Like, obviously, we cover broader things like the Matt Hancock controversy, which obviously everyone knew about. But I've had a few articles on things like cryptocurrency and like economy things in like China. And like, I would have never known much about them before, but having to read them and edit them, it's like educational almost. And it's, yeah, it's just really lovely to see how you can offer something in your ops list and someone comes up with a completely different take on it than what you would have thought. It's just really lovely to widen your horizons, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I wanted to be an editor for the sports section. I mean, I had the classic sort of kid who played a lot of sport and then had the realisation that I wasn't going to be able to play sport for my whole life because I was nowhere near good enough. So I thought, you know, the next best thing would be to write about it which is sort of how I got involved in the sports section and just absolutely fell in love with the team that we've got. Yeah, and I just really loved the little community that we've got going in the sports section. And then sort of, yeah, felt as though it was a natural progression to sort of become more hands-on. I mean, I really respect you guys for doing your different sections because there's no way that I would be able to <laughs> write stuff for comment or, or music. I know nothing about sports, so... <laughs> no, me too. I would be useless in a sports article. <laughs> I think we should probably stick to our different sections then by the sounds of things. Yeah, totally. Thanks. I mean, we do love doing crossovers, like section takeovers, but I don't know, that'd be quite difficult to do with sport and music. That'd be interesting. Collaboration. Well, I mean, you know, if if you come up with <laughs> a way of mixing sport and music, I would be impressed, but would also love to do it because <laughs> that just sounds so good. Sports themes, the sport theme tunes. Yeah, tunes made by sports people. I've, yeah. Suddenly this is seeming like an idea. <laughs> we did one with um, Life and Style this summer about Hot Girl Summer, like songs inspired by the Hot Girl Summer um, aesthetic. So that was a fun collaboration. So yeah, anything's possible really with different sections. So what have you guys been doing so far in your roles as editors this summer? I think the first thing that we had to do was, well, I um, did this course. So in um, media law journalism, so I was able to um, review all the articles that have been sent to music and make sure that they're able to be put online so that there aren't any copyright issues and all the opinions are correct, everything's backed up correctly. Um, that was a really important thing to do. And I really enjoyed that. I learned so much about that. And because I'm the only person from music who's media trained, I've been the person responsible for editing all the articles, reviewing them all and putting them on the master um, spreadsheet. So that the committee can review them, check that there aren't any mistakes in them and actually put them online to get them out to you guys. So that's been the main thing I've been doing. Jasmine and Molly have probably noticed that every few days, like five articles just suddenly pop up on the spreadsheet. I get a message saying, oh, wow. Yeah, that's been the main thing I've been doing. 
oh yeah and also writing ops lists that's a really fun thing to do on Thursday looking through what music has been released I mean the ops list will actually be released for music any minute now I'm pretty sure Amy's working on it right now so that's a really fun thing to do and also just generally answering emails yeah, I'm, I'm the same as Lorcan. I was the person to get media law trained for our section, but um, we have four editors, so there's two of us, so we get to share the workload a bit more. So I do feel for you, Lorcan, if you've got it all yourself. Yeah, it's okay. We're all going to get media law trained um, at some point. Yeah, it's just the waiting in the summer for everyone else to catch up with you. But um, yeah, so we're the same. We've been doing ops lists. All of our editors, we meet up every other Sunday because we do, like on Zoom, obviously, because of COVID and living apart. But um, yeah, so we do an ops list every fortnight at the moment, but we're going to move that into every week as the semester starts just to get a few more people engaged. We've basically just been doing a lot of editing, a lot of media law checking that sort of thing um we've made a group chat now for our section which if you check out our facebook page you can find um and we're talking about organizing our first social which is quite exciting because out of the four of us that are editors for comment this year there's only been one of us that have actually seen print because the rest of us have joined through lockdown (laughs) so that's quite exciting but yeah just kind of preparing for the next semester looking forward to getting some new freshers into our little group of writers and yeah, that's pretty much it so far. Yeah, I mean, I feel as though editing articles and putting them out is most of what we, <laughs> most of what everyone does, really. Yeah, so I mean, again, I'm one of the media law trained people, which sort of adds that extra dimension, uh, which is, you know, it was it was a really interesting course to go on actually, and it was a really good string to have to your bow actually, I think. So again, that's another good advertisement for people who are thinking about editing is that you do get the opportunity to get sort of a taster in media law training and things like that which just yeah is it, again it just sort of adds a string to your bow but um no something that the sports section do as well which I really love that we're sorting out at the minute is uh, we're sorting out a second season of another podcast we have a podcast in conjunction with Burn FM which is so exciting because I feel as though when we have the sort of fortnightly meetings um, like comment do that Phoebe was just talking about we sort of end up just chatting about different sports for ages and we kind of had that moment of should we start a podcast and yeah we should probably start a podcast so no that's a really exciting thing that we really want to get loads of freshers involved with and yeah it was something that um, is sort of a bit of a passion project for all of us at the moment. Yeah, there's a lot of crossover between the media societies at UOB. So we have Redbrick here, which is obviously a student publication. You have Burn FM, which is the radio station. And then you have Guild TV, which is the television network. And all of us work together a lot on different things, not only in terms of actually producing content, but also in terms of social events. We have lots of social events together. The main one we have is the Media Ball, which is like a massive ball with everyone from each media society but yeah let's not plug any other societies too much yet what is your favorite thing about being a member of red brick i think for me i love the fact that so you buy your membership on the guild website uh, is the first place to start and then from there you can write for any section that you want so if you want to just dip your toes in journalism if you want to dip your toes in loads of different sections then you absolutely can do that i mean I'm a member of pretty much every section's Facebook group and sort of check out the ops lists every now and then to see if there's something that I want to do, which is just lovely. And yet, I mean, I haven't met a single person who isn't sort of lovely and has a similar interest of being passionate about journalism. So yeah, it's just a really lovely 
community that offers loads of opportunities like I was speaking about before well we're sort of going to see sports fixtures for me I think that music do concerts I mean you can correct me yeah. if I'm wrong Lorcan. we do live um I'm itching to actually get to a live gig yeah exactly so I mean you, you get so many in-person things that you just wouldn't get access to and you get it for free which is just amazing I know that uh, my sister I was really jealous when she was food and drink editor because she used to get sort of free lunches and brunches all the time, which just sounded. She got a free bottomless brunch once and I've never been more jealous in my life. But um, no, it's just um, a really fantastic community. Yeah, I mean, I'd agree. Obviously, with comments, it's a bit harder to get in-person things, so I'm quite jealous of what your freebies. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I it's a bit cringy, but obviously I would say friendships because even like though I joined last year and everything was on Zoom, I've already made so many friends through Red Brick in all sections, not even just comment and life and style, which are the main ones I've written for. And yeah, like Oscar was saying, it's really nice that as soon as you've got your membership, you're not constrained to one section. Like this year, my kind of goal before I finish UOB is to write at least once for every section. That's kind of what I'm getting myself up for. We've already started with TV, so that's something. Not too sure what I'm going to write for sports because I have no idea about it, but we'll, we'll figure something out. But um, it's just really lovely to make quite solid friendships. And even if it's not someone you're like best friends with, you're going to interact with so many people for ideas and bounce off of each other with debating things, especially in comment. Um, like we offer two sided features where you argue two different sides of an argument sort of thing. Yeah, it's just really nice to get other people's kind of feels and like opinions on topics. And yeah, we're, we're very excited to start socials again. I can say that quite positively. I totally agree with Phoebe. Um, I feel like most of the meaningful friendships I've made this year have been through Red Brick because you, get, you add yourself to these group chats and you talk to people who are like-minded um, I feel like I'm getting on really well with all the other music editors. They're such a lovely family. I, I don't know, I love them so much. And I love being part of other different group chats like gaming and TV. I just love getting to know different people and finding out who's who. I also love um, being able to talk to um, publishers. That's a really cool thing to people actually in the music business because one thing before like last year I wasn't even considering it but I'm like hmm, I could actually go into music journalism and it's really interesting getting contacts or meeting people and just trying to get things that you're really interested in so and yeah I cannot wait to go to live events I'm so excited to do, go to um, live shows I've got a few lined up hopefully concerts when you know things are a bit more less covid -y. No, I think, look, and that's exactly right. And as well, I feel like journalism is something that a lot of people consider, but it's one of the things that at the university, you can get involved with it so easily through Red Brick. It's the classic way you can try it. And if you don't enjoy it, then that's almost just as valuable as absolutely loving it in sort of career prospect terms. Not that everyone does it for a career prospect, because I know that um, a lot of people do it just for a hobby. But you know, if journalism is something that sort of anyone is considering, then I feel as though it's such a great sort of way to get into it and sort of meet people in the industry and see whether you actually enjoy writing or editing or creating other forms of media. I think it's just amazing. So as people who have a lot of experience with Redbrick and are clearly very passionate about Redbrick, what would you all say to someone who is thinking of joining Redbrick or is perhaps a bit on the fence about it? Just do it. Even if you don't want to be a journalist or you just like writing or you feel really passionate about some sort of opinion, just go for it. There is literally no judgment. Yeah, like Lorcan said, I'd just say do it. Even if you end up absolutely hating it, which I doubt that would happen. I hope not anyway. Um, 
the membership fee is only £10 and I just feel like that's like nothing to spend to get involved with this society. It, like has already been said, it's really good for career prospects or even just as a hobby. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of just a full house of just absolutely do it. Just, just get involved. And I think like Phoebe was saying, it's only a tenner. I mean, to have the opportunity to get involved for the whole year, you don't have to be involved for the whole year. It's not like a sports club where you have to turn up all the time and train all the time or do so, do anything like that. You can just sort of dip in and out and keep an eye on the ops lists um, and sort of pick something that takes your fancy. And I feel as though, yeah, having the opportunity to do that all year round and meet really nice people is that there's no real reason not to join Road Brick at this point. That all seems like excellent advice to me and hopefully our lovely editors have persuaded our listeners to join the Red Brick family. But everyone is probably wondering, how do I actually join? Well, it's very straightforward. All you need to do is buy a membership for Red Brick on the Guild website for £10. After this, you should join the Red Brick Hub on Facebook and that will give you all the information you need throughout the year about socials and about style guides. And from there, you can also join the various Facebook section pages for our different sections. So you've got, for example, the music contributors group, the comment contributors group and the sport contributors group. And from there, opsis will be posted and you can meet like-minded individuals. Additionally, we recommend making a profile on our website and your articles can be posted. So, yes, that's how you join. And just give us a message if you have any questions about that. Yeah, it's really easy. And if you're more interested in editing than writing, we also have people that assume the role of editorial assistants. So essentially, the job of an EA is to do proofreading and check for any mistakes before we release the print version of the paper. And anyone can be an EA. You just have to sign up to the rotor that Molly and I will be posting when it gets nearer to the time of print. As you've heard today, we also have section editor and committee roles, which are all filled up as of right now. But applications for election next year will open in around April, May time at the end of this academic year. But we really recommend having writer or editorial assistant experience before applying for these higher positions. If you have any questions or want to find out even more about Redbrick, we will have a stall at the Freshers' Fair, which runs from the 22nd to 24th September. And we'll be told what date will be on the first stall in the next few weeks. So we'll let you know about that. Other upcoming events include some writers' workshops that our section editors will be running in early October, from which you will gain new skills and knowledge and how to write specific types of articles for different sections of the paper. And if you're fed up with writing, we also have lots of online and in-person social events planned too, both on a society-wide level and a section-wide basis. So make sure that you have purchased your £10 membership from the Guild website. You can join the Redbrick Hub and other section pages on Facebook. We're really looking forward to welcoming you into the Redbrick family. And if you need anything, you can email Molly and I using the email address deputy at redbrickonline.co.uk. But thank you to Lorcan, Oscar and Phoebe for joining us today. And we hope that this first introductory episode was both informative and persuasive for all of you listeners out there. Bye for now. And we will be back next month with a new episode that includes some new section editors and also some writers for the first time too. Bye. 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 Uh, sorry, I was Bye. muted. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that completely fine. fine. Okay. okay, I'll stop recording now.